this week on Ace on the House. Your mom, by the way, one of my first meetings with your mom is she pulled out pantyhose. That, uh, with the, <laughs> I was like in the fifth grade. And Ray's mom, she came out with pantyhose, just regular pantyhose. But in the middle, there was like a sock sewn in for like a dick. you know. But it was made out of like pantyhose material. And she was like, pantyhose for men. <laughs> and I was like, I remember being like 11, being like, oh, okay, lady, all right, all right, I get it. <laughs> she was laughing. I think she made them. And I was like, okay, all right, all right, okay. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, so yeah, pretty evolved sense of humor. Was, pretty evolved sense of humor there, right? Yeah, she, she really had it going on. Check out an all-new episode of Ace on the House this Saturday, or visit aceonthehouse.com, only on the Ace Broadcasting Network. You're listening to the Ace Broadcasting Network. Hello, my little enchiladas. It's me, Allison. And before the show starts, I just want to say a few words. First of all, this is a very, very, very special show uh, for me and for the people who were there, I think. This, what you're going to hear, is the very first live Allison Rosen is your new best friend from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. And as you may or may not know, or as you'll know when you listen to it, um, at the beginning, because I talk about it, I was pretty nervous about it, but it was really fun and it went well. And I'm already excited about the next one we have coming up, which will be June 22nd at the Nerd Melt Theater in Los Angeles. So come to that. Uh, you know, if you're anywhere near LA or near a plane, you know, if you like the show enough, you'll get on a plane. Don't let geography be something that's going to stand in the way of the thing that you feel for me, which I believe is love. Make geography your bitch and just get on a plane or a train, a bus, what have you, and come to the show. Um, and you know why you need to come to the show and not just listen to this, the uh, the podcast version? Well, first of all, I make out with everyone in the crowd. And second of all, because something could happen, like what happened at this show, which is unfortunately the first two and a half minutes did not record. And that is no fault of our own Gary. Um, Gary was handed a note by someone, (laughs) much like a bank heist, that said, I'm very sorry, the first two and a half minutes did not record. And Gary showed the note to me with a frowny face, not written on the note, but written on Gary's face, not written, just he was frowning. And I said, Gare, it's okay. If anything, this will just make the people realize they need to come to the live show. So I am truly making lemonade, uh, as I think you should as well. But anyway, uh, right before we play the episode, I will I will explain exactly what happened right before uh, the, the talking starts. So you're not thrown and you're not like, what the, f- the hell? What the heck are they talking about? Um, also, because it was a live show, we did not do iTunes comment of the week. And that gives me the opportunity to play the song because I love it. Allison Rosen brings you the best iTunes comments of the week. But I'm just an iTunes comment of the week tease here because I'm not going to read one. Uh, 
I want to tell you guys that I've been trying. Okay, so obviously, I, we all know this. The point of iTunes Comment of the Week is to encourage you guys to leave iTunes comments that are five stars because the more commenting that happens, I think that that like, keeps you higher up in the iTunes uh, chart. No one really understands it. But there's an algorithm and it involves lots of commenting and lots of downloading. So you just keep that up. And But here's the thing. I feel weird reading a comment that's really just blowing smoke up my own ass. Although I love those comments and please, it's sincere smoke um, every week. So I was thinking, let's. what can we do to make the comments interesting? And an idea I had, and I'm wondering what you think of this idea, is if maybe I'll ask a question each week and then your iTunes comments can not only say positive, heartfelt things about the show, but answer the question. So for this one... Uh, on the Dave Damashek episode, we were talking about pancakes, waffles, French toast. So here's my question. In your iTunes comment of the week, or in your iTunes comments this week, please, at the end, answer the question, what is your favorite breakfast food and why? Not just the food. I want why. It could just be a couple words about why, though. You don't need to go overboard like you will about why you like this show. All right. Also, the topic sombrero is a little bit thin in the in the what's the part that goes right on your head of a sombrero called the bowl the sombrero bowl region the bowl is uh shallow well no the bowl's deep and the water is shallow what the fuck am i saying i don't know what i'm saying is please send in some allison (sighs) don't send in allison that's me please send in some sombrero topics some topics or questions for the sombrero so that we can have a bountiful brero. <laughs> uh, and where would you send those? You'd send... <laughs> Shut up, Gary. Yeah, I mean, keep up with the laughing. You'd send those to A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at Adam Carolla. And we have a song now, an unsolicited sent-in-to-us song, which illustrates where to send those. Thank you, Ross Bergman, for those songs. But if I'm going to mention songs, I also have to say thank you, Trap Dog, for your songs. I love that. I love that there's a cornucopia of songs, and I need a cornucopia of sombrero topics. Okay. Also, on the Dave Damashek episode, uh, he was asking me about my band, the band that I used to play in. And he said that it was a crime that I hadn't played any of that music on this show. And I don't, I don't know if I agree because it was a long time ago. Um, and I, I'm trying to think why I don't make people listen to it more often. Probably because it would be super obnoxious if I were to do so. Um, but also, and this is going to get pretentious for a second, um, I don't know that it that I feel like that music really reflects uh, – me as an artist. <laughs> I just decided I hate myself. Um, if you know what I mean, though. Like, if it was something that I had written that I, that was really about how I was feeling and um, and by that I mean something that I had written like prose, then that's something that I want people to read. But this was sort of a, 
I don't know. It was a well, it was a group effort, but I did write a lot of the songs. But I don't know. I just I guess I just never really thought of myself as a musician. That was never something I was really um pursuing in the same way I was pursuing other things and uh I don't know. Um but because a lot of people have asked to hear it, I will. I will play it, but because I don't want it to overshadow the rest of this show. I'm just kidding. Um I'm going to put it at the end of the show. So stick around and at the very end you'll hear me again introducing one of my one of the songs that I played in the band. Okay, that's exciting. And also Father's Day is coming up. You know that. I'm sure you know that. Don't you could you could give your dad a gift card. You could give him a bottle of something to drink. You could give him a hug. Don't do that. That's for losers. Give him a man grate. Give him something that is quality, that's heavy, that will make his steaks sing. Sing, I say. Uh, and you can prevent dry meat and flare-ups with the following item. The item I'm talking about is a man grate. Seriously, man grate has been one of the like oldest, best sponsors here at Ace Broadcasting, and everyone who receives a man grate is super duper happy with it. I have not heard one ill word about the man grate. That's pure satisfaction. It's 100% made in America, 100% cast iron, 100% steakhouse quality grilling in your backyard via the man grate. And by the way, it doesn't just have to be steak. It could be chicken. It could be veggies. Your chicken and your veggies and your steak will never taste as good as they do when you make them on the mangrate or when your dad does if you go ahead and take advantage of the special $20 Allison Rosen is your new best friend mangrate offer so click on the mangrate banner at allisonrosen.com to order today and by the way as a bonus every Allison Rosen is your new best friend show order comes with a heavy duty mangrate grilling brush could it get any better than that um i don't think so and one more thing you might be thinking but I've also heard, uh, I've heard Adam talking about Mangrate, and I don't know what to do because I love both of you. Well, here's what I'm going to say you should do. Um, you should know that Adam and I, okay, if you click on the banner on my site, that helps my show. And Adam and I are in business together, so what helps me helps him. See what I'm saying? Wonderful. Okay, so moving on, let's just talk now about this live show. That I've talked to. Who am I right now? I don't sound like myself to me, but I don't know if I like this new person better or not. Okay. (laughs) The live show. Um, Basically, uh, I came out with Dustin and I introduced myself and I introduced Dustin and I explained that it was a live show. and, um, And then I had a set list. And Dustin and I were talking about what was on the set list. And one of the things on the set list was bring out Dustin, chat a bit, literally chat a bit. And I think that he had just realized that I had actually written down chat a bit uh, around the time that it begins. So here we go. I hope you love it. I love you. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Chat a bit. Um, I see it. That is actually written. We're chatting a bit right now. Yeah, it's actually written. We have to do it so we can check it off. 
Do you remember when I used to give grades to each segment we do? Now people on the message board just give grades to each segment I do. Um, So anyway, I'm actually nervous despite the fact that I seem calm and collected. So I've made a list of the things that I am worried about, and I thought I would just share that with you guys so that you know where I stand. And then we're going to bring out the very special guests, Ricky Lindholm and Kate Micucci of Garfunkel and Oates. dazzle us with an opus and we're going to chat a bit with them as well I didn't see chat a bit written a second time that she might be improvising right now folks. I know it's I'm going gonna off to, the I'm rails. gonna have to dash to Kinko's and change it oh and to my left of course of course is producer Gary what up who gets MVP status because poor Gary's car broke down today and he didn't even try to fix it. He just went and got a rental car because he knew that he had too much to do today, which I'm well, I'm in the lucrative field of podcasting so I can afford <laughs> these, these expenditures on a moment's notice. Yeah, no, actually when we were at Adam Krola's st- studio earlier, the phone rang and Gary's like think the thoughts, you guys. And then he got up and we all thought someone was uh, sick in no his family. I thought no one heard that. God damn it. I thought good thoughts. Okay, here we go. I'm worried that I will plan too much for the show and won't be able to fit it all in. I'm worried that I won't plan enough and will have to scramble to fill time. I'm worried that I should have started by doing some stand-up at the top, except what if I do it and it isn't funny, and then people are like, who does she think she is, Judy Tenuta? <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that people won't know who Judy Tenuta is. <laughs> I'm worried that I won't get to the club in time, and by I, I mean Dustin. (laughs) I'm worried that I will fall prey to a sudden sneak attack of farts while on stage. (laughs) Because I just joined Weight Watchers and bought these things called Fruities, which have a warning label on the back that says, Warning! Excessive consumption may have a laxative effect, which I only saw after I excessively consumed them. (laughs) Similarly... I'm worried that I'm unwittingly in the middle of a human science experiment to discover if there's such a thing as too much bran. And I'm worried that, yes, there is, and it's a quarter of a cup of fiber one less than I've eaten. I used to joke that I ate so much Splenda, I was probably a candidate for diabetes, which are imitation diabetes. But now I have fiberphobia, and I'm worried that my blood fiber level is that of Pinocchio, which doesn't really make sense, except that he was made of wood, so I bet there was a lot of fiber in him. Yeah, you I'm, also had some vegetable phases when we were doing oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, I went through a apartment. heavy, like a, a green pepper Yeah, like phase. a pepper phase, and there was a, I feel like a zucchini phase in there. I did, I, yeah, I did all the squashes. Different things, and along I just with remember... your trash bags. Those are, those are the salient memories for me, so which aren't I many because I was drunk. lived in New York... And also now, I don't own a trash can. I like to just hang my trash bag from an available knob. Because <laughs> I'm but, classy. But not, but not just one. Like, many. Like, it was like a... There was like a garden of trash bags around. Like, if, were you, like were, wind if, you, if you happen to be on, like, on, on one side of the room versus the other, you didn't want to inconvenience yourself by having to walk across the No, room. it's more or like... Maybe it, I didn't want my apartment to tip. like, symmetry thing of yeah. having the bags. I would, it was, yeah, it's like a ship. <laughs> I wanted it balanced. Yeah, I only have one trash bag now. Down, down. Thank you. <laughs> what a weird thing to be happy about. Anyway... I'm worried that no one appreciates fart and poop humor. See, that went with the fiber stuff. Um, 
as much as I do, and in fact, people are now wondering why they came to this show. I'm worried that I will get heckled, and I will try to say something witty and cutting to the heckler, but I'll mess up, and the words will accidentally come out wrong in the heat of the moment, and I'll end up insulting myself. This is the true fear. I, that, yeah, that chilled me to the bone right there. I, I, I could see that happening. I mean, it seems like a nice audience, so I can't, like, now that I know them, kind of, I feel like it won't happen, but... Right. But it's very... Still, it's vivid. You've, you've rattled me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm worried that when applying makeup earlier, I may have gotten some foundation or powder on my nose hairs, of which I don't have a lot, just the normal amount, but I'm still worried it will look like I need to blow my nose if the light hits me in a certain way, when really it's just that my nose hairs have been frosted-tipped. <laughs> I'm worried that Paul Gilmartin, who does a podcast called The Mental Illness Happy Hour, and he has a fear off on his podcast, will get wind of the fact that I listed all my fears on this episode and will think I stole his bit, but really, hello, it's not like he invented fear. <laughs> I'm worried that I have become a human Kathy comic with my, oh, woe was me, I joined Weight Watchers and fart a lot and got makeup on my nose hairs. <laughs> Did Kathy ever go all the way to fart jokes? I think she, no, uh, she was a little too prim for that. She stopped with like, and subtract five pounds because I'm wearing horizontal stripes. Well, and think of how they would have drawn that because when she cried, it was like the tears like extending out all the way to the edge of the comic pain. So if she farted, it really, like, <laughs> no. the, the graphical implications of that would really be See, I like that though. And I'm worried that I wasted too much time on this list. <laughs> Not at all. So I think it is now time to bring out our special guest, Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, sorry. We had a choreograph this earlier. Dustin messed up. Hi, guys. I'm sorry. What's up? So this is Ricky and this is Kate. Hi. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good, but now I have a lot of fear in me. I, so I, did feel, my... <laughs> I feel like I adopted some of your fears. Oh, no. Yeah. Which ones? Like the nose hair fear. Really? Yeah, how's it looking? <laughs> I, well, I don't see any, so I guess oh, pretty good. good. All right. Yeah. It's a weird thing to realize you need to be afraid of. Well, like, I was I, wondering if it was going to make you look like a cokehead if you had powder in your nose hair. As I was writing it out, I was thinking that, but I didn't go that way with it because... Uh, it really is just a like, wow, if you put your makeup on wrong, you can, you can catch a nose hair. Or you could, do, you could be a cokehead instead of Weight Watchers. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that would actually... <laughs> That's a great diet plan, I've Potentially heard. be more effective. <laughs> you get a lot You could do heroin. <laughs> Don't do vegetables. I also, I was thinking <laughs> that a Weight Watcher is a really lazy, chubby chaser. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm going to sound really dumb. What's a chubby chaser? A guy who likes fat girls. Oh. A weight watcher would be someone who kind of likes them, but not too fat. Just or, like, or likes them, but is really shy. So he doesn't actually chase. He just he, He's like watching from the corner. He's like the creepy. He's a, yeah, he's got like binoculars. Yes. He's a stalker. Yeah. yeah, or is it like sort of like the person who just watches an auction on eBay? <laughs> oh. he's, just, he's like a voyeur he doesn't, he doesn't actually get off on participating in the yeah. amorous stuff or a person who watches sports same thing <laughs> am I wrong? Get close to home what? oh wait do we, we I think the person who watches an auction on eBay is the same as a person who watches an athletic event on television or fireworks on TV who watches <laughs> fireworks on TV or, or magic tricks on TV 
I'm not impressed by someone who can make something disappear on television. There's all sorts of ways to make that happen. Is it just you think that it's it's like special effects after the fact? Yes. Like well, I think it could be. Yeah. Hence, I'm not impressed by the illusion, illusioneering gotcha. happening. We had a magician open for us the other night. Yeah, we did. But he did cal- he did calculator magic. Calculator magic. Which I'm sure was impressive to the volunteer yet on stage, but we couldn't see the number that happened. So wait, so everyone was like, oh. It's basically just it's math, bad you know? Math. Yeah. What is calculator? Yeah, how does that work? I don't know, like boobs? You spell boobs? No. He, yeah, he got a bunch of numbers from people, and then the girl next to him, he goes, look at the final number. And she was like, ah. Like the audience girl, but then everyone else is like, okay. It's pretty anticlimactic when you're in the back. Yeah. That's like doing a card trick to one person on stage, but like the person next to you and not showing the audience. Right. Right. So, so that was our Will opener. you be going on tour with him? <laughs> no. Nope. He was nice. He was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really nice magician. Is that a qual- I guess that is a quality you'd look for in a magician. I had a friend who used to do what he called the magician face. I cannot. I, we should have. I should have flown him here for the first show, but it was like this. <laughs> I'm gonna do it over here now. I'm gonna do it to the back. It's like, yeah. It's like Magicians Joe Blue throwing pennies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Ricky, I've been wanting to tell you that. Um, and this is way too personal, but that's what my podcast is like. And if people are here, then I assume that they know things that are intimate about me, including the fact that. Um, that you're on the Nuba ring. Yes, I am. <laughs> when you, when there is currently one inside me. And, whoa. <laughs> this guy in the front did not need to hear that. Does <laughs> really have enough time? We'll he cover your ears, you sir, now. because... No. He, oh, man. Well, there's, there's currently one inside me now, too. I took nice. your advice. Yay. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you, though, that I came up with a new slogan for Nuba Ring, though, which is, hey, there's a jelly bracelet in my vagina. Oh, I like that. You know, my, my slogan for Nuba Ring is, hey, I hope it's where I left it. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I actually don't know. They're, it's small, though. It wouldn't really fit around your wrist, right? If you were petite. Wouldn't you say it's like an American Girl doll jelly bracelet? Oh. It's a toddler's jelly bracelet. Oh, okay. It's this big. It's not small. Wait, okay. did they give me the jumbo size? How big is it? It's an okay size. Yeah. As if you're making it okay with your fingers. It's like a, sil- like a bigger than a sil- a little bigger than this- a silver dollar. Yeah. Oh, it's that big? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. And like, like. <laughs> well, that's we the question. Huge like, are there different sizes? No. Are they, like. No, it just it just no. releases hormone. Is what it does. It doesn't right, like actually. But- it's not anything. based on the know. size of your your vaginal wall. I was wall. saying that it was like for decorative, you know, purpose. The reason they would make different sizes, I'm just saying for fit potentially. Oh no, do they you don't think measure. they have Trojan minis? <laughs> <laughs> that that would and, be the equivalent. And if they did, would they give them some kind of like really manly name, like mm. Trojan Super Magnums? Yeah, Trojan Girth. Because it's wider than it is long. <laughs> Even though it's not that wide. Right. <laughs> I like the parentheses on that. Yeah. It goes for a long time. Yeah. Have you seen finger cots? This is something I never no, thought I'd be talking about. That? It's a finger cot. Oh, this is where we need like a screen. Um, anyone? Has anyone seen a finger cot? Oh, yeah. it, what it looks like is a tiny condom that fits on your finger. And I think it's like a first aid thing. Or it's something that if, if you just... I don't, I don't, well, you know, why would you want one? For turning pages. Oh. Or finger herpes. <laughs> or finger. Yes. <laughs> oh. 
I just assumed you might need to, I don't know, cover your finger for some reasons. Who's yeah. turning pages so often that they need to wear one? Yeah. <laughs> Proofreaders? I guess so. Yeah. College students? I don't know. Has, like, the Kindle put the finger caught business down? Oh, probably. You see them just getting laid off. You're like, yeah. damn, Kindle. <laughs> so, something I wanted to bring up is someone recently told me, and by that I mean I read it on a message board, which is not the same at all, that when I say my boyfriend, I sound like a 12-year-old. And I don't know what a better alternative is. Do they want you to be married? Is that, I mean, <laughs> is that it? I don't know. It may be, but there's like, okay, so we, we, Dustin, we were talking about it. There's my lover, which yeah. is very, that's like... That makes you sound like a Samantha. <laughs> I feel like that's more a carry. My lover. Yeah, yeah it's both. Yeah, it's, well, it's gross. It's like, but I see when I hear my lover, I think of someone who collects didgeridoos and has great pubes. Uh-huh. What about lover, like with an ah? That's see, I can't, I can't pull off that level of sassiness because mm. that's I, like the same as like my man. And yeah, I, feel, I also think that's one of those that you can use once, but not on a consistent basis. Like use lover to like. Lighten the mood in the you know in in the moment, but you're not going to say again and again like, "Hey, and my lover, you've met my lover." <laughs> right. you know, here's Ooh, my lover, my lover Jason. Mom, just I'm bringing my lover over. Yeah. Like it just lover meet my sister. Yeah, it would yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I, I... guy friend. No, no, no that, sounds that feels like... dismissive. Yeah. yeah, guy friend sounds like friends with benefits or something. Mm. And then no, there's... that sounds like the guy you haven't decided on yet. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's, like, it's like, he thinks he's my boyfriend, but I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm demoting <laughs> him. guy friend, so, you know, we'll see. There's my man, but that, again, is too sassy. And that's, that's like a, that reminds me of Showboat, like, can't help loving that man of mine. Yeah. Reminds me of Showboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone was thinking that. <laughs> it's like that scene in Carousel. <laughs> I was I was thinking of a less musical reference. I must admit, I was I feel like my man is territorial. That's like oh. I will beat you up if you look at. Well, you, then you have to say my man. You can't say my yeah. man. No, you gotta go like my, my man. man. Yeah. yeah. So then you're back to lover. Well, I was thinking too. You're uh, the person who told you this, which is to say, wrote it on a message board that you read. Um, <laughs> maybe they were talking about your inflection when you say my boyfriend, because I do think that your tone changes a little bit. But I think it's to that you know, of a twelve-year-old though. I would, my boyfriend. I, would, I wouldn't yeah. have said that. <laughs> said it was a 12 year old but I do think there's like an enthusiasm that comes out which I think is sweet because Aww. you're well, excited thank you. about your boyfriend as you should be thank you no I don't think that's it I think <laughs> and then there's also my partner Ugh. which skews homosexual and entrepreneurial yeah <laughs> I, I even feel weird when homosexuals say my partner yeah, when they're it's, not like, this is my boyfriend, Dave. And then they're like, this is my partner. You're like, is it a business partner or is it your boyfriend? Because right. now I feel like I have to ask. Right, <laughs> right. Significant other is to stay. Significant. Yeah. <laughs> and then, or you could go uh, southern uh, from my neck of the woods and go Bo, but I think oh, that's yeah. a little... Oh, yeah. That feels, what if that's you were like, dating Bo Burnham? Then you would be my Bobo, <laughs> which would be kind of cute. That's that the only cute. way you could get away with Bo, is if it was your Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should just go with Bobo and coin a new term. Like, my this has Bobo. been so problematic. I think you could, I think you could make that work. I'm not 12, goddammit. This is my Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which 
makes you sound five, actually. Right. <laughs> but you might as if you're going young, just go all the way. It's like my wawa. <laughs> I like that. Well, you then, could go. This is my person. Just be really vague. What <laughs> person? Well, see, that's a Miranda. Yeah, that totally. I'm a Miranda, so that's why I thought of it. What's your boyfriend's name? Daniel. This is my person, Daniel. <laughs> How about this is, this is the guy I sometimes have sleepovers with? Right. The man with whom I consort. My horizontal lumbata partner. <laughs> this is who I sin with. <laughs> I like that. Do you have premarital sex with him? Because <laughs> then you are sinning with him according to Jesus. And, and if you don't, know. why are you wearing the Nuba ring? Right <laughs> I want to be prepared. <laughs> There's a man in face paint. Hi. Now, that's not my, for my show, is it? I mean, I'd be honored if it were. I just suspect you came from somewhere or are heading to somewhere where there'd be people who are also I'm all... playing a killer clown in a movie. Yeah. In oh. case the audience at home didn't hear that, he's playing a killer clown in a movie. Well, congratulations. What's the movie called? Pretty loud. I think Killjoy 4 does not have the budget for makeup or remover wipes. In your face. Yep. <laughs> that, yeah, right. Thank you, you. you really got me there. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> well, I, I love you. I look forward to seeing your movie. Yes. Well, did you like Killjoy 1 through 3? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just made the same thing at the same time. The second one was the best. Yeah. <laughs> what was the plot of the second one? <laughs> there, there was a clown that murdered and he didn't die. And he comes back for the fourth well, one even. Does, does Killjoy keep going to like different cities? Because it seems like after the first one, people would know that when the clown shows up, He's not actually bringing joy. That he's already he's killed it once. Like how how do people get duped? That sir, you might be overthinking a killer clown. Movie. I, I may, but that's what I do. I overthink. I, yeah. Well, in part four, he's in hell. So there you go. He's oh. on trial. Ah, so the devil is unsuspecting. Does the clown have a lawyer? Yes, his name is Skidmark. Wow. I have to see this movie. I know. What, what, what's your name? Uh, my name is Tim Chismark. Tim, Tim the Killer Clown. Oh, oh you no, tweeted. I'm White Clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked on Twitter. <laughs> we go way back. Yeah. <laughs> to Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, I asked people to come with the Just Me or Everyone written out um, if they wanted to. Did anyone do that? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> well, why don't you... Where's the sombrero? Yeah. The sombrero is is right over here. That's for topics, not yeah, just me or everyone. Well, right, Please. so the, everyone who uh, wrote a Just Me or Everyone, why don't you pass that to the front, and we will play the Just Me or Everyone song while I collect this bounty of Just Me or Everyone. Well, since there's just one, I think it's well, I have, just you. I have some, actually. That wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew this might happen, so I'm prepared. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. <laughs> this is very awkward. Okay. Seriously, one? 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm holding oh. one. I didn't want to burden you with all two of them. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Dustin. Why don't you read that that's, one? That's, isn't that what sidekicks are for? I don't, I'm, yes. still, I'm still learning the gig. Yeah. I'll, well, talk, I'll talk to I find bobos are for holding purses, but, but like really far away. When Daniel holds my purse, he holds it far away so that everyone knows it's not his. Which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense that it's not his. <laughs> what makes okay? Anyway, what's that one? This one says, "I get goosebumps when I hear someone chewing on ice cubes." Hmm. That's a real ambiguous one because is it like I'm scared goosebumps or like I'm excited goosebumps or I'm like I'm cold by I'm cold goosebumps. I'm cold. Oh, like you're thinking of the ice cubes in the mouth. I I don't I don't do that. Do you I don't guys? Do that. No, I, I never got goosebumps from Mm-mm. no. You're well. a very empathetic person. Well, uh, but I have a whole plan for how this is going to go. Even though we already know the answer, so this is moot. But we can just practice. Okay. Um, if it is, wait. If you guys also do this, make some noise. If you guys don't do this, make some noise. It is just you, and that makes you special. Okay, okay, here we go. The second one, is it just me, or is Adam, that's Adam Carolla, the douchiest douche for giving all the tards permission to just fucking, excuse my language, violate the traffic rules... We have rules for a reason. Okay. This that, is that's all. a real loaded one. I know. And that was the one. That was the one that he was like, you know, anxious for. Like as soon as you called out, he was, he was, you know, wanted to. I have more. I feel okay, like more. one of. I feel like one of the rules is not calling people tards. <laughs> I know it's not written anywhere, but I still feel like it's a rule. So. Listen to Adam Carolla's show sometime. Okay. <laughs> I was on it once. I heard that one. Yeah. I, I feel like it's also a rule not to invite someone to uh, trash their boss in a public forum. <laughs> You're right. Or that's that's just sort of a courtesy I like to follow sometimes. But I appreciate your zest. Okay. Um, now, John, these are these are ones that people sent in on Twitter. If if anyone that I read happens to be here. Make some noise. This is going to be called Allison Rose is your new best friend, parentheses. Make some noise. Okay, Jonathan Vance says, whenever I kill a spider, I worry that one day the spider community will retaliate. I do this too, because I always start by thinking, I'm going to put it in a cup, and then I'm going to take it outside. And then I think, no, I can't take the chance that it'll escape, or you know what, you're on my turf, fuck you, and then I, I want to kill it. But then I think, what if I come back to more bugs or something? I, I actually have the same fear. You do? I don't yeah. kill spiders. Kate kills them well, for no, me. I, yeah, if I have a spider, I call Kate. She comes over and takes care of it. I should say... Do it's you guys like, live really close to each other? No. <laughs> I don't deal with bugs. I run into the other room and close the door, and I call Kate. I feel like, yeah, it's quite extreme. Like, Ricky really can't handle it. Uh, you should see, like, just physically how she kind of gets nervous about a, a spider. But I get ice cube chills. I, I try to save it. I, I want to save it and bring it outside and let it live. But it's the situation. So this is really, really terrible. But the other day I was going to bed, and there was a spider on my pillow. Oh. Yeah, I killed it. 
<laughs> ben, did you have spider guts on your pillow? No, I mean, I kind of like like took it off the pillow and then I smushed it. That's, yeah, that's the thing I hate about killing bugs in addition to just the cruelty. Um, <laughs> which I'm strangely okay with at this point. Is the fact that in, you have to like do the scooping smushing. It's one motion because I, otherwise you'll have like bits of spider leg. See, in that's why I don't do it. I, I, yeah. I really Smart. don't like the idea. I, I lived with a, a girl from Thailand in college, and they, I guess it's they think that it's your ancestors that are the bugs. I think something like that. Well, that's so she, comforting. We we lived in the woods in Pennsylvania, and we had tons of like giant like thousand leggers, but she wouldn't kill them because you know it might have been like her. You know, yeah. What's yeah, a so. thousand legger? Is that from Carousel? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else call them thousand leggers? Are those those things that look like it looks like an eyebrow yeah, running across yeah, your? Yeah, w- and they're so fast. <laughs> yeah, because those have are legs. what are they like millipedes? They're awful. Did you see? Okay, so I used to live in Brooklyn. Dustin also also lived in Brooklyn, and that's the only place I ever saw these weird thousand leggers, and I didn't call them that. <laughs> Did you see them as well? I lived in a different part of Brooklyn. So maybe it was better. They were not indigenous to to that section. <laughs> but I feel like the Thai thing uh, invites a different fear, which is when you kill a spider, do you worry that Thai families will descend on your home and exact vengeance? Did you just kill your grandmother? Yeah, I don't know. Again. So I would have to be very <laughs> I'd be very secretive if there was like a thousand lager and I had to kill it. I would just not tell my roommate, you know. She'd look the other way and then I'd get it. <laughs> but Oh, okay. So, everyone who worries that spiders will retaliate, make some noise. And people who don't, your turn. That is that's pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um it's both just you and everyone. Okay. <laughs> that's how you know you live in America. That's a very American problem. Yeah. I, I don't feel like they worry about that in Rwanda. <laughs> Do you think they worry about it when killing people? Mm. <laughs> too, too far. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, had to, I, I had to find the line. I just think they have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Steve Arena 666 Evil. <laughs> says, is it just me or is everyone tempted to wear safety cones as hats? <laughs> In spirit, I am, because I enjoy putting on stupid things. But I've never wanted to put on a safety cone because I know that they're actually very heavy and it would crush my fragile brain. Yeah, it, it sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. I've never wanted to. Nope, never had the desire. Mm-hmm. No. Gary? No. Okay. <laughs> Audience, have you been tempted to wear a safety cone as a hat? Yeah. Have you not? Steve Arena 666 it's not looking good for you there was a smattering of agreement he's got a a few brethren out there yeah oh I had one okay I have two actually Gary and I realized the other day that neither of us carry wallets I dispensed with the wallet thing a while ago because everyone like years ago because I was tired of people thinking they were super original and making the joke that I was like Costanza from Seinfeld because I had this because I don't throw things away like ever so I would just stuff my receipts and things into my wallet and then I'd end up walking around with basically like pads of paper and not much cash and it took up too much space and I thought why am I carrying this thing around 
I've never been compared to George Costanza. I don't know. It feels good. I don't have a wallet, though, either. Mine got stolen, and then I just never bought a new one. So what do you use? I just, it's like free-for-all in my purse. Ooh. That sounds actually it's, hard to find stuff. Yeah, and I need to buy a new purse, too. I, I, my purse and my wallet and everything got stolen, and I just never replaced anything. So I've got a purse I don't like and no wallet. Maybe that one will get stolen. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Do you? I, I actually didn't have a wallet for a long time, and about a year ago, I bought one, and now I feel like a lady. <laughs> Is it one of those big, big ones where you can put your checkbook it, in it? it? Well, it's like big, and it, it's like got a little clasp. It's like a, oh, it's wow. like a lady wallet. Does it have a, like, that sounds wrong. <laughs> no, Do you put I it in your pocketbook. Pocketbook. I put it in my pocketbook, and I, um, I don't know what are other ladylike things. Now I can't think of anything. Else. You put then you yeah, put your lipstick trust? in your lipstick holder. Oh, that I no, I don't. Ha- I don't have lipstick or a lipstick holder, but but that would be cool. <laughs> All right. Dustin? I'm, I'm still in the Constanza zone. Not only do I have a wallet, but it's overstuffed with things that are unnecessary. Okay. And people make fun of me about it. But do they, they never do they... reference George Costanza in making fun of me about it. I wish they would, then I would... I'll send would, them. ...would have understood the reference. Yeah. Gary? Yeah, I just... I started carrying way too much shit around when I had a wallet. I just... Things seemed important, but when I went back to, like, a money <laughs> clip, like... Thing, it was just there was limited space and I had to prioritize and I like that. Gary's money clip is a binder clip. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and not even that's a big true. one, it's a tiny one. That's true. The alternate thing for me, maybe Gary can coach me after the show, but uh, I don't know how to pull off the non wallet, like the money clip thing. I feel like that's one of the I feel there are many things like I needed an older brother for and I just like I didn't have one, so I just like these there were these. Sort of what do you imagine people are going to say when you break the money? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you, like, you unclip, and then you, like, flip out the money. How do you organize the money in the clip? When do you reclip? It is. Like, you you, you put your thousands on the outside. <laughs> and then you go in from there. And then you put all your hundreds, and then just go in. <laughs> all right. And then you don't want anything smaller than 100, so. Yeah, right. And that's it. Yeah. That's true. It's not awkward. Okay. So, audience, who carries wallets? I feel like we're doing a focus group for, like, big wallet. <laughs> and who does not carry a wallet? Some people, still, more people carry wallets still. There's a better way, you guys. You don't have to carry around all that crap. I'm not convinced. If you were to look at my wallet, you'd find a Blockbuster card. You'd find, like, 300 coffee cards with little things punched oh, from not, coffee I, places that have closed down in God, Brooklyn. I have a Blockbuster card in my wallet, in my pocket right now. If we want to go to Blockbuster after this and rent whatever they still have there. Are there even Blockbusters? Uh, like, Killjoy 1. Yeah. Uh, be all over that. All right. And this will be the last to smear everyone because we, we have so much to do on this list. Um, Blatherfish says, if someone uses my name too much, it seems insincere. Yes, I definitely feel that way. Agreed. I feel like they went to a seminar, went to a like, right, they read self-help Dale book. Car- How do you get people Carnegie's to like book. you? Right. <laughs> yes, Ricky. Ricky, what do you think about chips? Ricky, I don't know. <laughs> I never really thought about it. Is that weird? That you never thought about it? Yeah. You don't, like, Kate, you don't notice if someone uses your name all the time? Kate, thank you, Kate. Thanks for shopping here, Kate. Have a great day, Kate. It does, it, now that you do that, yeah, it sounds insincere. <laughs> so, yes, it's an insincere thing, I think. Maybe it's a simpler name. Maybe that's why it sort of slides through. Oh, right. Like, Allison is deliberate. Yeah. Or Ms. Rosen. Right. Sometimes. Like, oh, anything Rosen. with Ms. Blech. 
Yeah. <laughs> Miz feels really 80s. Then you're a lady. Yeah. For the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Not I feel like reasons. Miz is, I don't think you're married, but I don't want to insult you, Miz. I love how when you check it off on like government forms, there's still a Miss and a Miz. So right. They don't want to like, right. piss They're anyone like, off. None what of those to check. I don't Feminist. know. Right. It was feminist. almost pretty insulting. It was basically like you're like the etiquette approved way of saying you're uh, like an old hag. Because yeah. Miss is like you're a young lady. Mm-hmm. Why would you need anything other than Miss? Yeah. For, like what? What? I mean, and as a guy, like what advantage do you have of going to Miss unless you want to like give the the like you know underhanded uh, like the insult that's that's. Well, now acceptable. the box is like, do you believe women should have the right to vote? If not, check Miss. You know, you have to <laughs> yeah. check Miss. You can't check Miss. Miss Ricky Lindholm. No, right. you have to check Miss, or you're an, you're just like an asshole. Yeah, then you're just a sandwich maker. Mm-hmm. People oh. were calling us that. We'd, We'd never, never heard it before. Yes, that's know. why I bring it up when Ricky was on my podcast. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I told Ricky you. Ricky was that. one of the my very first guests on my podcast when I was still recording it out of my living room. And we were talking about negative comments, and you were saying that you guys had hosted a video, right? A what video was it called? A web equals series? Three. Equals three, it was yeah. called. And you got You guys negative, know, no, you don't know equals three. Maybe negative yeah. comments and people. Well, yeah. Tell, tell them. Um, we, we, it was like a, we were subbing for the host that's very popular among the viewers, and so we were not liked by the viewers and got a gazillion bad comments. Like, like within, I guess, five minutes, I'd, we wanted to read some on stage, and it didn't take long to just get, like, really golden, great, terrible, mean things. Yeah, but like, most of them were, like, anti-feminist. Like, go back to the kitchen, make us a sandwich. <laughs> like, almost all of them reference sandwich one? makers. What was your what? favorite one? Oh, my, well, my favorite comment of all time came from these people, which is, these bitches is retards. <laughs> You can't be. I mean, there is actually not a better comment to put on anyone's video. Ooh, Gary, could you play the, you know, what? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. That's what yeah. I like to say to people who say that. But and they were sending but us sandwich to the kitchen maker. A lot. Yeah, we're yeah. like, why is that an insult? I'm a know. terrible chef. I actually really like sandwiches. And I, like I do them. too. <laughs> I don't make many things, but I make a pretty darn good sandwich. Wait, what kind of sandwich do you make? Because Ricky told me she makes turkey. Oh, yeah, turkey and cheese is, like, the thing. But lately, I've been going out on a limb and making ham sandwiches. (laughs) No, but the best sandwich ever. Oh, best sandwich, hands down. Ever had in my life. It's at the Beverly Center. Yep. There's a chicken place, a chicken, or it's like a barbecue chicken there's sandwich. A bar- yeah, there's a barbecue chicken sandwich at the first place that you go at the Beverly Center food court. And I today, I drove to the Beverly Center, parked, did not shop, just went to the food court to have one of these sandwiches. It's that good. I don't know. We don't know what the place is called. It's next to the Mrs. Fields. You guys so should go. What, what's so great about it? I don't mean to It's the best bread. Out. It's like it's, a... Oh, Pasha bread with like warm, barbecue, like olive oil, and barbecue, and chicken, like 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 pulled chicken yeah, in like barbecue sauce with bacon and tons of cheese. Oh, it's really really good. And then we suggest the pasta salad as yeah. the side. So if I was a sandwich maker, I would work at that place. Yeah, and then I would proudly call myself a sandwich maker. I feel like that's not on Weight Watchers. <laughs> no. 
Just don't, isn't, and, we, isn't Weight Watchers the points, though? Yes, you can eat anything is. you want. Just yeah, not a true. lot of it. It'd be like the corner of the sandwich or something. Right. And, and, and we like to get it without mayonnaise. We should say this, this as well. So, uh, oh, yeah. it's that's not more, like everyone's going to be running there, but yeah. You should, though. Yeah. <laughs> but so the reason that I joined Weight Watchers, though, because I'm worth it. Um, <laughs> but also because I was having sex with my bobo. <laughs> Sorry. Sounds good. It's working, I think. Yeah. And I saw my thigh. And I was very distracted because, you know, when you... When I was a kid, we had the, like, the asbestos ceilings. So, and I would look up and I would see shapes. Like, oh, it's a president's face. Or, no, it's a monkey. Right. Or it's like that optical illusion. Like, it's like the young lady. Oh, ooh, it's the old lady, you know? I think you were just hallucinating from the asbestos. No. I was finding shapes on my thigh. I was, it was so dimpled and gross. Oh. And I actually thought to myself... You had, like, my, cellulite faces. Yes, that's oh. what I'm saying. Yeah. It would have, granted, I was, it was smushed in a weird position. <laughs> but I was like... <laughs> I can make those, too. I, I remember, like, three years ago, I was telling Kate about my cellulite because I like to talk about mine, too. And she literally goes... What's cellulite? No, I'm never speaking to you Ricky again. Ricky got really mad at me. Like I'm, I'm like, you don't, you've never even heard of it, and she hadn't. I, I, so like, I how do a, you? I knew it was a thing. I just didn't know what exactly it was. <laughs> oh, you said what? I thought you said what cellulite? Like she was paying you the compliment. Like uh, what no, cellulite? No, what is? And she was cellulite. like, you're kidding. You're gorgeous. And then she said, no, I wasn't. Paying <laughs> I didn't know exactly what it was, but yeah. now I know. Now I know. Yeah, I showed her. She's like, she's onto it. <laughs> well, so anyway, I was then I was thinking. I realized, what? He can't see it from this angle, right? So okay, that's good. <laughs> but then I was thinking, I kind of wanted to show him. Uh oh, because I I didn't, but I I kind of wanted to be like. D- don't think about baseball or grandma. Right. <laughs> I have something better. Right. <laughs> so then I, think, I thought, I'm gonna join, I'm just gonna join Weight Watchers. I think guys have cellulite blindness. I think they can block it out. I think so. I think they just focus on your boobs and your vagina. That's not that great either right now. <laughs> or I mean the feeling of your vagina. Oh. If they ignore the nuvering. I, I can't speak to that. Hopefully they're they don't they're not like bumping against the nuvering because then that might ruin right. it. Right. Is that actually happening? Like, I guess. I don't, so, like I, 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 I some percentage of people say that that happens. Yeah. But the, yes. not the majority doesn't. Like would it end up on the guys? You know what I mean? Like oh wait. Like, I, I, I win a prize. Like, like horseshoes or something? Yeah. It's like, no. But I think... Feels like, yeah, it feels like one of those carnival games. Yeah. Those are really, really hard. to. They're rigged so you can't win them. So I feel right. like this would be the same thing. Right, right. But if that happened, you should give them like a large stuffed animal and be right. like, hey, I didn't, I didn't well, think Well, maybe I'll stuff some toys up there too. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to get. It's like the crane thing. Yes, but Ricky, but you had the same thing I had for a while too, right? Which is where at the beginning you're always wondering if it did pop out somewhere. If it no, I'm never nervous about the new ring popping out. I'm worried about it migrating upwards. Oh, into my stomach or something, and then it's and then one day you like Like, burp it up, right? And I'm like, what's this ring around my boob? Yeah, I'm not not worried about it popping out because wouldn't you see it? Like, wouldn't it go into your underwear? Like, we would notice it. I think I would well, notice I'm it. Well, wor- I'm always worried it'll be floating in the toilet. <laughs> oh. It's, yeah, no. 
And then what do you do? Because you're I, certainly not going to f- no. fish it out. You get pregnant. So you say, fuck it, and you get pregnant. I, I feel like you've given your bobo so yeah. many options to not think about being yeah, taller as exactly. You get pregnant, and then you move have, to Virginia. You're going to have the most amazing sex over the next week. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not going to know why, but I'm telling you, it's... Anyway, I um, think he's okay with it. I don't know. I feel like they'd find a way to ignore it. Guys have selective vision <laughs> and selective hearing. It's, it's a talent that women don't have. Yeah, it's true. Hmm? The, the carousel? Oh, yes. I don't know that The one. brass ring? Yeah. There's so many things at carnivals with rings. There's also the ring toss, which I don't think is rigged, but is, is impossible. Where you throw those little, like, calcified Nuva rings on little bottles. Anyway, okay. Let's do... So they recycle the old ones. So, I, yeah. <laughs> that could be like a Disney movie about Nuva rings. Right. It'd be like Toy Story. Yeah. Everything you about back. that screams Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide whether I want to bring us down with Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. Um, I mean, it's not really bringing us down. It's just sort of introducing some negativity. We had a a great, like, drive-by Go Fuck Yourself with Ricky's story. You're right. You could do it, though. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just just do some some light, gentle ones. Let's hear the song. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Okay. Something that I... this, This is a gentle Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. I don't like when people count how many times I use a certain word. It doesn't make me enraged, but it doesn't feel loving when I receive tweets letting me know how many times I said, I know. And recently, two different people let me know how many times I said spate. Apparently, I said it a lot. So to them, I say, softly. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's one. Here's one. This is from a message board. Hey, Allison, feel free to... Oh, and this... So, I'm sure everyone knows, but for anyone who doesn't know, um, I also regularly appear on the Adam Carolla show. I am his sidekick and news girl, uh, and this is a comment about my job there. Hey, Allison, feel free to let Adam finish a damn sentence before you attempt to top his descriptive words. Descriptive is misspelled, by the way. With your lame ones. To that, I say, and this is a comment about the, a live show, and to that I say, well, you don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to explain it, you fucking motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And just one more. Allison ruins Adam's show, but you would think, given her own show, she would dial it back on Adam's, because that's how it works. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I usually I'm like, I need to fuck something up, and now that I have my own thing to fuck up, I'm just going to fuck it up less <laughs> elsewhere. This is not done, though. She constantly has to acknowledge that she is following along in the conversations and does the same doofus laugh over and over. It's mind-maddening. <laughs> and this guy this is the like bazillionth iTunes comment to this effect he's left so to him I say 
Go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Yeah. Can I say one? Yes. I have something. Is it is it bad to tell a state to go fuck themselves? No. It's great. It's great to do Ricky, that. Ricky, I told my mom to go fuck oh, themselves last yeah, I time we did this. I haven't. So I, I think I've pretty much, you know, crossed the line as far as you can. And so she told she sent an email to the show and told Dustin to go fuck himself. <laughs> Uh, if we have time. I'm in the process of being disowned through the <laughs> See? So please. Well, I don't know. Well, we can both say this. Well, Virginia can go fuck itself for passing that transvaginal ultrasound bill. Have you read? Oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with this. I read about it every day. I, I can't believe it's real. I know. It's like, we call it state rape. Because they, oh, that's good. they can stick an 8 to 10 inch wand in you. Unnecessary medical procedure before have you have to, an abortion. Right? If you want to have an abortion, they, they have to, right? It's it's an un, it's a medically unnecessary procedure. Yes, they're punishing, they're raping you before you can abort the baby, and they pass it as a law. That's real. That's happening today. So that's for the people who check miss. Yeah, and for so go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey hey hey, go fuck yourself. Anyone else? Yeah, it's not funny. It's just totally on my mind. I can't stop watching it. It's weird. I can't believe it's real. It's real. <laughs> Dustin or Gary or, or Kate, do you need to tell anyone to fuck themselves? And I, no pressure if you don't. If you are centered and balanced, kudos. I don't, I don't really... I think I'm good. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> the offer stands. Dustin? Well, I, A, I think I caused uh, the most more trouble than was necessary the first time. And I don't think one can top, uh, not that you were trying to top people with that, but it's, I don't know, feels somehow wrong to follow the, uh, the state rape. Okay. <laughs> Gary? <laughs> no, thank you. All right, then I just would like to read a portion of the email from Dustin's mom. <laughs> Dear Allison, Hi. I'm Dustin's mom, (laughs) and he referred me to your podcast posted on Sunday. First of all, I totally accept the hey mom, go fuck yourself from Dustin. Certainly deserved. Oh, so we need to explain why you told her to go fuck herself. (laughs) Because you, I'll explain it. You jump in if I mess it up. You and I were giving dating advice, and uh, your mom told a friend of hers who emailed me, that uh, she didn't understand what you, what business you had giving dating advice. She did say this. Yeah. Okay. In, uh, and I said in fairness to her, like, you know, I have not dated regularly in, you know, uh, in a certain period of time. So that's a fair comment, if a somewhat of a vicious one, I think, from your mom. Here we go. In my defense, however, since Dustin has made it clear that he's not interested in sharing his dating experiences with me, including even if he is dating, my admittedly knee-jerk response of surprise shouldn't have been, well, surprising. I do have an issue with Dustin's second, hey, mom, go fuck yourself, however. Said in jest. I think he was grasping at straws here and obviously hadn't quite gotten rid of his anger and resentment for the f- after the first Hey Mom, Go Fuck Yourself, but I can assure you that sleeping on a waterbed, because we were, you were telling her to go fuck herself for giving you, having had you sleep on a waterbed as a child, <laughs> I, 
can assure you that sleeping on a waterbed had nothing to do with his alleged poor sense of balance, which, by the way, was news to me that he even had a balance problem. In fact, Dustin had a waterbed not just since he was six years old, but he even had a waterbed mattress in his crib. That's italicized and in bold. His dad and I had one, and of course we wanted the best for him. So because of the health advantages of minimizing pressure around the joints and spine, we got him one. Rather than complaining about a mysterious inner ear problem, maybe he could have thanked us publicly for his lack of back pain. Hey, Dustin, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Here is my favorite part. P.S. I was, I was going to actually give an, uh, a brief adjoinder to that because I really... Uh, I do have a remarkable lack of back pain because I have horrible posture and I've slouched like since uh, since being a young child like everywhere I sit I slouch and it seems like I should have like scoliosis or I should be a hunchback by now or or something uh, you know some horrible thing and that hasn't happened so I think potentially I do owe her an apology uh, and uh, an acknowledgement that she saved me from you know untold pain. Oh, so, thank you, Mom. Unfuck yourself. <laughs> well. Maybe you might have spoken too soon because... P.S. Speaking of dating, Dustin, what about Girl Phoenix or Boinkity? (laughs) These are commenters and um, fans of the show who have these aliases, and Boinkity is a guy. (laughs) You know this. I I do know this, yeah. uh, Actually, Boinkity should tell your mom to go fuck herself. No offense to... Karen Goot. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, thinking of uh, gentle ways to break that to her because she, you know, she's got her hopes up now. But now we've uh, broken it to her via podcast, which I think is, you know, very gentle. So I do as well. All right, I think I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to hear a Garfunkel and Oates opus. A Garfunkel and Oates. Awesome. Let's set it up. Uh, we still have to set up the mic, so okay. I'll talk while you guys yeah. do that. We can chat a bit. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We have the topic sombrero. Well, would that be weird? No, we don't have the topic sombrero because Gary is is the one who plays that. So we'll just we'll just talk. Oh, or no, we do. Okay, we have a topic sombrero song, and uh... it's the topic topic sombrero. Thank you, Chop Dog, for the music. Um, and we'll just do the topics on Barrow topic after if there's time. And if oh, not, then we just gave you blue ears. Oh, yeah. I was just joking. You can do it now. But do you want to? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we'll just do it quickly because what, what business does Dustin have giving dating advice anyway? Yeah, seriously. Uh, so, the, okay. Online chat flirtation with others while in a committed relationship. Cheating or innocent fun? I think it is... Um, it's it's not truly... It's more cheating than it is innocent fun. It's probably not completely innocent fun. Yeah, let, let's innocent, be yeah. Uh, but it, I don't think that it is to... I mean, we can all agree it's not to the level of cheating. 
Right. Do you know what I think cheating is, though? I think Mm. cheating is anything you wouldn't do if they were in the room. So picking your nose? Yeah. Mm. If you're, like, super flirty, if you're touching someone, if you're writing stuff, or if you're saying something that you wouldn't say if they were sitting there, it's, like, kind of cheating. It's mild cheating, but it's cheating. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate this. I just feel like that's an impossible standard. Like, it may kind of be cheating, but it's just, like... I just don't, th- you know, especially if you're in it for the long haul. It's at some point it's like, it's like. Well, I feel like, like knowing going for a run after you're knowing that your bobo smiled at a girl when you weren't in the room is even better than, or you know, and was like yeah. being chatty and and cute and stuff is easier to handle than knowing that he had sex with someone else. True, there are levels. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I think I don't know. I would uh, be I mad if someone. Online, online was online flirting. flirting. It was like having like online sex or something. Or yeah, it's like what are they doing? I yeah. guess I would want to know. Huh. I feel like we've <laughs> helped help that person and canvas that topic. So, um, do you need to to set up the song or anything, or tell us what it's about? Or yeah, um, basically, Ricky and I are the same person two years apart. So I'm 29 and I'm 31 in this song. The song is called 2931. Same woman, two years apart. (laughs) They already know where it's going. For the first time in my life, I see it clearly. I realize the power of being a woman. 29 years old and time's on my side. I'm in my prime. I've hit my stride. I've got so much charisma and so many options. It's nice to always have my pick. There's nobody left! I'm alone! I'm at the top of my game, possibilities are endless, and I just feel really pretty. I'm holding out for someone who meets my standards, won't settle for anything less than perfect. I know what I want, and I can have it. I'm surrounded by love and peace. There's nobody left! I'm all alone! Why the fuck did I wait? What's wrong with me? In two short years, I'm gonna be 33. Who the hell will want me then? My own are shrinking, I'm disgusting, and everyone feels bad for me, and I never get invited to dinner parties anymore. <laughs> Things unfold when they're supposed to, because everything happens for a reason. Oh. It'll happen for me when I'm not even looking. He'll just appear, and I'll just know, and he'll love me forever without any work. Who needs to try when things are meant to be? There's nobody left! Okay. I'm you're such a fucking idiot! You think you're so special because people tell you that now, but that'll stop and be replaced with looks of pity. The world is a buffet of love. What, you think biological reality doesn't apply to you and your adorable cocoon of agelessness? Well, it does. Well, you're just waiting around and focusing on you. Guess what? You're going to miss your fucking window! <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. You know I truly believe that. Yeah, you said that before. Oh my god, it does, though. Everything happens for a reason. What about the Haitian earthquake or cellulite on skinny women? (laughs) Just say, hey, universe, I'm ready. It'll happen when you least expect it. Well, I don't expect it at all now, so I guess it's right around the corner. Maybe you're putting out the wrong vibe Maybe you're closed off to love Let me tell you a secret It's called the secret Here's another secret You're an asshole 
Your negativity is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The reason things go well for me is because of positivity. Well, I'm positive fertility always begins to atrophy when infantile fantasy eclipses true reality. It never once occurred to me that things won't work out perfectly. When God closes a door, you see, he opens a window. You realize that's a smaller opening, right? <laughs> you used to be able to just walk out a door, and now you have to climb out some slightly ajar window somewhere, possibly falling like five stories to your death. I don't know, that doesn't sound like an upgrade. <laughs> you know what else? There's nobody left! I'm, the I'm so alone! I fucking hate you! you You're such an arrogant you cunt! Someone else do you love yourself? You can't... Uh, You can't love someone else till you love yourself. Because life is good. Thank you. That was amazing. Thank you. I love that. So, people can get Garfunkel and Oates' album. It's called Slippery When Moist. And where can they get that? iTunes. Or somewhere else. I don't know. Okay. Wherever I people tune. buy music, I guess. Online. Online, I think, yeah. Can you get it on Amazon? Because if yep. you're going to go to Amazon, click through the banner on my site, alisonrosen.com. Um, and you guys will be playing at Largo on June 22nd. Yes, come on by. Which, incidentally, is when I'm doing my next live show. Hmm. Uh-oh. Is it at Largo? That'd be no, weird. No, that would be weird, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> you see two shows at once on the same stage? That'd be crazy. I feel like eventually we'll get to that point, you know? Because it'll be like the version of like watching the news, but also having the ticker, but also having pe- picture in picture. So Yeah, you'll be podcasting. That. We'll be singing yes. that song. <laughs> exactly. I'll just be screaming. So, so okay. Um, and you guys have a Comedy Central special, but you're not quite sure when that's coming out. Is that right? Sometime in June, we yes. think. We forgot when it's coming out. So June. <laughs> so June, everyone. You'll be watching, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even blink in June. Yeah. Yep. And so Tivo June. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything I'm missing on the Garfunkel and Oates or the Kate McCucci or the Ricky Lindholm front? I think you got it covered. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We're just busy writing about ages we were two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you introduced that song, I thought that you were introducing yourselves and that you were saying we're the same person two years apart. And I was trying to work out in my mind what that meant, like that you were twins, but one of you like gestated for two years, or like I'm like, or it's like not Siamese twins, but something else. Like I don't know what what you were getting at, but it was really interesting to me. And then I realized it was just a song. I mean, yeah. it's so interesting. But... It was like a weird sci-fi fantasy song. Yeah, weird. yeah. No, nope. that is. Like... Well, no, I thought it was your real life that you were like introduced. You were like as artists we're the same person but two years apart and it was like you were saying like that you had the same soul and it was some artistic statement I don't know I think we're very different yeah (laughs) yeah we're definitely different Ricky's always like I'll be like I love this thing and then Ricky will be like "Uh, no you don't and here's why and then she's totally right (laughs) wait does she make you realize you don't like something that is a special power (laughs) I I try not to do it because it, it usually works, and so... I was like, you have to try these granola bars. I'm, like, obsessed with them. I've been eating them all the time. Yeah. I had, like, boxes of these granola bars, and Ricky had one bite, and she's like, they taste like vitamins. And then yeah. I was like... I said they taste like crushed-up vitamins. And then I realized they totally taste like crushed-up vitamins. <laughs> she never ate them again. I kind of... Ha- like, I hate to admit this, especially since I worked as someone who reviewed 
music and movies and, and books and things for a while, but I hate to admit that I can be really easily impressionable like that as well, or I can be swayed by something like that. But it, usually it's more like if I taste something, I'm like, oh, I hate this. And I'm like, well, it's interesting. And I kind of like it. <laughs> I mean, that, that was like a time-elapse version of right. my Actually, feelings about it. And that happens with people, too. I'll flip today. flop on that. What? With the iced tea. I was like, this is awful. And you're like, it's not so bad. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not so bad. Let's do that. We just had dinner. She was like, taste this. I dare you. And I was like, taste fine to me. And she goes, and I took right. two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. she ever make you change your mind? I doubt it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. That's a bummer. bummer. Yeah, that is I, a bummer. You just are, you have, you're powerful. You're older. Yeah. That's true. Well, have you? I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. That's really that bums me out. I, I feel like you must sprung this on you. I, I yeah. love the movie While You Were Sleeping. It's like my favorite movie. <laughs> but Ricky is always trying to convince me. But my love for it is like where Sandra Bullock plays a toll booth collector. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She's a token booth collector in a subway who saves a guy, yeah. and then his like he's in a coma, and she Bill pretends Pullman, to be his wife. Is? No, no. P- Peter Gallagher's in the coma, and Bill Pullman is the brother she falls in love with. Yeah, okay. So she pretends to be the coma guy's girlfriend, and like starts like hanging out with his family, and this, just becomes a member psychotic. of his family, and then cheats on coma guy with his brother. But it's only because the grandma has a heart condition that right. she can't tell the family because, you know, she doesn't want the grandma to have a heart attack. What a good plot device. <laughs> She'll die if she finds out Subway Collector Girl is not this girlfriend we heard about six minutes ago. Okay, no. who here liked While You are Sleeping? <laughs> who here didn't like While You are Sleeping? You win. I do. I yeah. Think it's every, it's everyone. It's not just you. Yeah. You go, all right, well, you guys, thank you so, 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 so much for coming out to the first Alice in Rosen. the two people who wrote Just Me or Everyone's. Um, I, I'm delighted. I feel like I was nervous for no reason and I'm excited to do more. And thank you guys so much for being the guests on my first show. And thank you, Dustin, for everything. And Gary and all of you. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow Dustin at Goot, but he doesn't tweet, so what's the point? <laughs> you can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And you guys want to throw out your, your Twitter addresses? Uh, Garfunkel Oats, without the and. Okay. And then our separate ones. Or just our names. Yeah. And you can find this show if you just search Allison Rosen is your new best friend on iTunes, or you can go to AllisonRosen.com. Um, I feel like, am I leaving anything out, Gary? Apparently I'm not leaving anything out. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Um, and I love you. Bye. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing Allison Rose and Show. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That's right. That's right.
guys, it's me again. As promised, I will now let you hear a track from the Angoras, which is the band that I used to be in many, many, many moons ago. And I'm holding the CD, stands for Compact Disc, trying to figure out which song I want to play. This is a song I sing while I think. Okay, well, here's the thing. Sick, no, not Sick Dance. Steak Knife was... Um, Probably our most popular song, although I Never and Sick Dance were actually in movies. Steak Knife was never in a movie, but that was sort of the crowd pleaser. It's the poppiest, the catchiest. So I think we'll just go ahead and do Steak Knife. And um, and it's based on I, – I, I did not write the words or the music. I just played my heart out. Um, in Costa Mesa, which is where the band was based – Everyone knew the story of this guy who had um, – he held up a nun with a steak knife. And when I say – and I, I tell it like he's some folk hero. He was just a druggie we all knew. And he's in a band too. Uh, he's actually very nice. He's not the kind of guy that would hold up a nun with a steak knife today. But at one point he was. So here's a song. Bye.